Snack Harrigan's production. What's the name of Uncle Poochie's podcast? Uh, six Feet Under. Six Feet Under podcast. Now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. I went to school with that even if I didn't, I was an English major, but even if I didn't do anything that has to do with that, I know so many people that have gotten me checks that work at other companies that I'm an alumni, they're an alumni, okay, let's do something together. You played it smart. Mm-hmm. I mean, like some people don't know how to play it smart, don't know how to open their mouth, don't just sit around, don't network or be too stuck up or be too bougie or so the dude be too arrogant. Just, I mean, it's an ego thing. A lot of people let their egos and stuff get in the way. Morning, good evening, good afternoon. Whenever this message reaches you, I'm listening to another episode of Six Friend the Podcast. I am your five foot nine host with sophisticated ignorance, Uncle Puche. Um, you know, all jokes aside, um, you know, please and thank you. Or uh, I'd like to say thank you to anybody listening to my podcast right now. I really appreciate you. I said that a million times before, man. But every time I look at the numbers of my podcast, regardless if they're going up or going down or whatever they're doing, I just I'm just really thankful that there's a group of people who say each week they're going to come and check in and listen to me. So thank you for listening to the podcast. This is a six minute podcast. Um um, I'm, I'm just going to kind of skim over all my stuff. I usually say just to get to the point. I know you guys heard, um, the audio at the beginning of the episode. And, um, if you're not familiar with that, those voices, that was Angela Yee and, um, of the breakfast club. And she was expressing to, uh, one said, uh, artist formerly known as Jean Dolph, how going to school um necessarily benefited her through networking and connecting not just her degree her degree didn't get her in the door she said networking connecting as you hear young Dolph say you know you played it smart and uh and the reason why i wanted to touch on that point um with using that clip is uh first and foremost rest in peace to young Dolph. um it's kind of crazy because i never really get into that whole old celebrity died, um, I'm hurt thing, unless I really, really fucked with the celebrity. Um, I mean, really, really fucked with them. And, um, you know, uh, Dolph was one of those interesting celebrities when I really looked at it from a standpoint. I never ever thought anything bad about this dude as a rapper. Um, I like his raps. I like what he rapped about. I mean, obviously, he rapped about some trap shit, rap shit, gangster shit. But it was always his interviews that always struck me whole and made me feel whole about bro. And, and being from South Memphis and being, you know, just from Memphis in general, I, I just, I connect with anybody who's from Memphis. If you're from Memphis, bro, you just kind of connect with people from Memphis on a different level. Um, It's just a thing. It's, it's just a Memphis thing, you know? It's just a Memphis thing. And um, hearing about his death last week really, really kind of took me back because it just kind of reiterated in my head some unfortunate things I felt, which was that you can never actually put a bullet in ignorance. Like, you could, you just, you can never kill off ignorance. Ignorance is never going to die. 
you know, I don't know the circumstances of which Dolph's um, Dolph's murder was and why it was and who he was possibly yelling at or yelling with or, you know, arguing with. I don't know. I have no idea. And I just don't give a damn because nothing can justify murder, bro. In, in, outside of the means of protecting yourself or protecting someone around you. Nothing can justify murder. Jealousy, envy, um, that, that shit will never justify murder to me, but teach his own, bro. Teach his own. It just sucks, dog, because when I look at like the death of somebody like Young Dolph, what hurts the most about him is that it just, it, it sets me back in my mindset and it scares me even more when i even think about doing this type of work i'm doing right now talking to you all being very opinionated realizing that i may be offending people with my episodes and not giving a fuck about it and telling people to kiss my ass and you know telling people to shut up and whatever you know don't get mad at me when you can't do what i do don't get mad at me when you can't do it like me don't get mad at me because you're a girl like me don't get mad don't get mad. and i think about these things and it makes me it it makes me so shook of It scares me, man. It really does, because when I really think about it is, here's a man who's just living out his dream. You know, when you're doing stuff, <laughs> like podcasting and entertaining and getting paid for them, you really don't have a job. You do not have a real job. That is not a job, okay? That is not a job. You're living out your dream. That is not a job. When you're living your dream, your dream does not feel like a job, because you actually want to do it gonna go up there and deal with it and, and, and put effort in it and work hard on it. This is your dream. This is what you love to do. It's your passion. This is not a job. Podcasting is not a job to me. It has never felt like a job to me. I've never felt like I have to come in here and I was working on something and y'all, you know, made me get in there or you blame me for some shit and for some shit I didn't do. Like, no, this, this is not a job. I enjoy podcasting. Dolph enjoyed being an entertainer. And then outside of being an entertainer with the money that he got, he enjoyed taking that and reinvesting it back into other things in life. And to say that that man was living his dream is probably an understatement. But now this man's dreams have been ended because somebody who did not have dreams. Somebody who did not have ambition. Somebody who did not see past the bullshit. Decided, hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to end this person's life because my life means nothing. I'm a piece of shit and this person is better than me. So I'm going to show them why they should be a piece of shit. Or I'm sorry, why they should be in the ground, why they should be dead. And then where it scares me is it gets back to connecting the story back to me. Um, why I look at a situation like Young Dolphin, you can scoff, you can laugh. But I never thought of myself as less than. I always thought of myself as more. But I think to myself... Do I ever want to go back? Do I ever want to go back? Would I ever want to give back? Is it my job to reach back? Do I get to a point in my life where I, I, I achieve some form of success and ability and nobility that I say, fuck this, I am never coming back? Do I have to come back? No, I don't do the goddamn thing. Do the fuck I want. And that is what's landed me in most of my problems. So, as I look at it, turn around, reach back, 
I think to myself, well, it would only be right to come back. It would only be right to give back. It would only be right to to help those who seemingly helped you. I mean, how would I be where I am now if someone didn't help me, right? But why would I come back? Nip stayed. Look at him. Dolph stayed. Look at him. X stayed around. Look at him. You know, it's it's just why? Why 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 is it my responsibility to come back? To help out. Well, I know some of you are listening to this, you're like, Pooch, what the fuck are you talking about? Not everybody's gonna be like that, man. That's why it's your that's why you gotta come back, man. You can't just let this situation deter you. And I'm like, yeah, no, you're totally right. But then I think to myself, but why is it my responsibility? And then I realize it's not. It was never Dolph's responsibility to stay in Memphis. He chose to do that. But it was never his responsibility to show you all that you could be more than just a rapper as well. You see, this is what I don't get and this is what I get upset about is that, you know, other cultures, other other people, they allow themselves to be multifaceted. A white man does not just have to like golf and baseball. He can also enjoy his good selection of rap music and enjoy his little Travis Scott concerts and put on his little hip-hop clothes and go out and reinvent himself and change his name to whatever the fuck he wants to change it to and dye his hair and then come back around and say that was a phase. And you can be multifaceted when you are of any other culture than black. You're black, no multifaceted. You're, you, you, what you said, you said, you said, you that forever. Oh, you a rapper? You must be an ignorant nigga who likes to throw money in the air and disrespect women. Then it gets shocked when you're like, no, nah, I actually like to read. What? Oh my God, I like to read? Oh my God, motherfucker said he like to read. Didn't say he finally cured cancer. Jesus Christ, why is the bar so low for us? Why are we so okay with the bar being low for us? I keep seeing these fucking comments. Y'all ran down on Dolph, but you didn't run down on Zimmerman. I... I'm so bothered by that statement because I'm like, why the fuck do we have to run down on anybody anyways? I really wish we didn't have to do that at all. Then I remember who the fuck... I am and what the fuck I am and where the fuck I am and where the fuck I'm from and what life is really like in the real world because it just, there are rules, man. There are things that are set. There are things that are set within us and around us that, that were there long before any of us were born and we just have to deal with it. And I have to deal with it. You have to deal with it as a black person. We just have to deal with it. And it just hurts because as Dolph said, you know, you have this pride and this arrogance, this ego. Motherfuckers be too proud to ask a question. Motherfuckers be dumb as shit. Motherfuckers be dumb. It's a fucking bag of bricks. But think it's funny. Motherfuckers be stupid. And I can only speak because I was and am motherfuckers. Too proud to ask a fucking question but want to lend a goddamn opinion. 
want to talk crazy to people that did nothing but help you. Or tried to help you. I just don't fucking get us, man. And I throw myself in there because I'm in there. I've been there. Even to this day, sometimes I'm there. Where I'm like, yo, people are just trying to help you. Calm down. But you mad. Because you don't know how to do something. Instead of being gracious and thankful and just understanding that, hey, with one, we all can get... <laughs> With the help of each other, I'm sorry. With the help of each other, we all can progress in this world. But no, it's, it's I got to be the man. Black people make me so fucking angry sometimes because we just always want to be Frankie Beverly. We can never just be Maze. We can never just be Maze. Black man, sometimes I, I swear as a black man, I have to remind myself this. Constantly, constantly as a black man. It is not my job to be the man all the time. What the fuck is the man? Who the fuck is the man? Why must you be the most flossy, glossy, shiniest nigga in the room at all times? Why must you be the loudest nigga at all times? And I think we can be us. We shouldn't have to dole ourselves down or play ourselves down or talk ourselves down to make other people feel comfortable. And I say, you got them right. We should be able to be us. It's just a shame that we just can't. At least we can't be us and be safe. Seems like it's always some bullshit going on, man. Always some bullshit. Motherfuckers is just too proud, man. They proud of the wrong shit, bro. And it's just, I don't know. It's it just, it, it, it grinds my gears, dog, because it's like, I want to help. Hell, I started doing the Auntie Lover videos just to help. You know, I, I saw Elaine, I seem to have some ability or some skills in. I, I, I thought that putting it out there would maybe catch the wind of somebody one day, a younger gentleman, they would hear me talk and then they would, they would know that this isn't okay or that isn't okay or this is okay or that's not okay. And then they would, they would be able to have like a good role model into things. But I realized the older I get, nah, man. It's not just the Memphis thing. Man, this realistically is just the ignorance thing. This is Sarah Kerrigan.